how do I know it's them and not a trickster? Because that's something I came across when I was researching. It was like, be careful that it's not a trickster. Be careful that it's you're not inviting a bad entity and, and make sure you vet them. Hello and welcome to another episode of Goddess Hangs. Episode 109. Woo! I'm Sadie. And I'm Juliet, obviously. obviously. And we created the Goddess Hangs podcast to inspire you to live magically. <gasps> live more magically. Woo! And we have a very fun episode planned today. I would say one of the most like frequently asked questions that we get is around just different things around deity work. And we did do a deity work 101 masterclass in our coven quite a while ago, but we thought it's finally time for an episode. So for anyone who's interested in it, whether it's just to learn about it or maybe dive into deity work for yourself... We have a fun little episode planned today, but uh, but first, Juliet, what's new with you? Nope, you first. <laughs> Me? <laughs> the rhythm's all off. <laughs> I can go, I can go. Okay. So many exciting things. First off, I've been having a really hard time sleeping. <laughs> Ooh! Wow, my life is so exciting. Um, I used to have insomnia so bad. Like when I had like real jobs. And so I've always associated my insomnia with like being out of alignment and like not feeling good. Mm. So it's been causing me some anxiety. Like, oh no, did I like make a wrong decision or something? Mm. Um, But I was meditating on it and I just feel like it's actually less about that and more about how just like my daily routine is completely effed up because I'm used to like being outside first thing in the morning and like being barefoot in the grass regularly and my circadian rhythm, my like how used to I was to just like grounding and all that stuff. It's all out the window because it's dreary and gray. My yeah. room is really dark. So like it doesn't like I don't naturally wake up with the light like I used to. I try to like crack the blinds, but I don't want them like completely open because it's like, you know, like ground floor situation so i'm just having i'm I'm figuring that out and and if anyone has insomnia tips for like you know natural things to do actions to take i'm all ears feel free to dm me but i'm trying to like biohack this thing (laughs) because obviously it's so frustrating so here's some things i'm trying that i thought i could share with anyone out there that might be having trouble sleeping um the first thing i do when i wake up is i stare out the window (laughs) into the daylight (laughs) But this is a real thing. It's for your circadian rhythm. And you're supposed to like as soon as possible upon waking, like see natural daylight so that your body knows it's like day. Um, And so I I always like did that, like not intentionally, but now I just like sit in the window like a little cat wanting to go outside every morning. Um, It's not helping yet, but I'm fingers crossed it's going to. But gosh darn it, it will. I mean, I'm just in the morning, like, trying to, like, get my eyeballs some natural light. Um, and I think I, I think magnesium is the thing that I people take before bed or, like, for sleep, so I'm going to mm-hmm. try that. But I also learned that I already take ashwagandha, but I kind of fell out of the habit, and I learned that can help with sleep, too. So I've been back on that, and um, that's that's one great big thing that I'm struggling with insomnia, and it's miserable. There's nothing worse than not being able to sleep. It's just awful. But it's okay. We're going to figure it out. Um, okay. So this was really cool. So I had dinner with my brother the other night. I hope he's fine with me sharing this. But we were talking about spiritual stuff, what happens after we die. Like We were just like having a deep, fun conversation at dinner. And this blew my mind, what he told me, that he had this dream that my mom came to him in this dream. And he was like, oh, I don't know if it's real. And I was like, this was a thousand percent real. And she said to him in the dream, it's not what we think make the most of your life. And that sounds kind of 
forbid like formidable but he was like it didn't feel bad or scary but he brought it up he remembered it because i was like telling him about like how i believe in reincarnation and like to me how that works and why it makes sense and like why i find it really comforting and whatever and then he remembered this dream and told me that and he was like that makes so much sense because we grew up catholic and it's like you go to heaven you mm-hmm. know and you like frolic in the meadow all day long so I was just like, that's so cool to kind of hear. And it sounds spooky, but he said it was meant with like love, like just like, you know, like make the most of your life. Like it's not about like getting to heaven because a lot of like, a lot of that you have to do this and this and this to get to heaven is about like, kind of like holding yourself back and like withholding things from yourself and it's just not what life's about to me. And I, I thought that was just, I was like really taken aback that he had that dream and it felt so deep and cool. Um, So I just feel like that's another confirmation to me that I think, you know, reincarnation is real. We could do an episode about our thoughts on that too. That'd be fun. Um, And then I, um, let's see, New Year's. It was New Year's over the weekend. And I went to... Appleton to visit my friend Jenna, which is like two hours away. And it was kind of funny because we went to a comedy show. (laughs) And I was like, oh, what I do every New Year's with Craig. Great. And the only other time I had been to that comedy club was when Craig headlined it. And like, I flew in with him and my family came to visit. And so I was like, this is kind of sad. But um, oh, no, it was fun. The comedians were okay. Um, But it was fun going out after and having some drinks and spending time with my friend and getting dressed up and being cute. So that's what's new with me. I can't sleep. Um, make the most of your life coming from my mom and celebrated New Year's. Had a good time. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Went back to a familiar haunt and hasn't been able yep. to sleep since. Yep. No, I haven't oh been gosh. able to sleep in weeks. <laughs> I don't think it's that you're out of alignment. I think it's you're in a different time zone. You're not in the sun. It's a huge yeah. change. It's the out, it's the sunlight outdoor stuff. I I really feel. Hmm. Um. Okay. Let me share what's new with me. So I had um, a funny thing happen on New Year's Eve <laughs> that I'm going to try to tell the story. I don't think this person will listen to it. So it's fine. There's a person, there's a person that I'm, that I spend a good deal of time around in the extended family. I'll put it that Mm -hmm. way. And this person, (laughs) this person, their way of showing humor and perhaps love is to pick on everybody. And I don't like it. <laughs> That's my it's favorite not... kind of humor. That's how I grew up. <laughs> That's my love language. Oh my god, it is so not mine. Like I <laughs> I can't handle it. So, um I drove out to this this event and you know, my MO is I'm typically the last person to show up and the first person to leave. And it's not because I'm being rude. It's because I know my social battery. And I when I'm there, I'm dancing, I'm singing karaoke, I'm having the best time. And then at like one in the morning, if I'm the first person to leave, and I've taken my own car, I'm ready to go. I mean, one in the morning is a pretty good run. (laughs) I left... I left the Christmas party at like midnight and I was the first person to leave. And I still was like, oh, you're the first one out of here. And it's like, yeah, it's midnight. I'm ready to go home. So just to put that into some context. So, and I really do adore this person, but I just kept like, it was just like the hits kept coming. So first it was like, oh, you're the last one here. And I was like, ha ha ha. Okay. Then I had to go to the bathroom. And this is a house with multiple bathrooms. There was not just one bathroom. This person could have used another bathroom. This person knows there's other bathrooms. 
But instead of just using another bathroom, and I was in there for a while, I was like so constipated. Like, sorry, TMI, but I just, it like wasn't happening. It's New Year's Eve, like, come on, get out. It wasn't Shoot. coming out. It's not so, how we want to start the new year. <laughs> so I come out of I come out of the one of many bathrooms, and in front of other people, this person's like damn are you dropping bombs open a window i've been waiting for a half an hour and i was like ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> thanks for the announcement like i was trying to drop some bombs <laughs> then new year's happens you know the saddest song of of history is playing mm-hmm. everyone's hugging and kissing happy new year happy new year this person gives me a hug and says, Happy New Year, shitter. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't, I, I'm going to crack if this continues. Like, this is okay, the first I wouldn't thing like I'm being that. told. I wouldn't like that. The first I don't like thing I'm being humor, told. Like, directed at me. In the first 36 seconds <laughs> of the new year. I'm like, this year is going to be different. This year is going to be fresh. Happy New Year, shitter. I'm like, are you kidding me? The night continues. And it's 1.20 in the morning. And I'm ready to go. I'm ready to drive the hour home. Yeah. And in front of everybody, makes this big stink of like, oh, you're leaving? Oh, you're leaving? Why would you? Like, not like in a fun way, like in a kind of, and if you're listening to this, like, maybe it's good that you're listening to this because you need to knock it off with me. (laughs) We're going to clip it up and we're going to send it over. (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of snapped back in front of everybody. And I didn't like that I did that. But here's what I'm realizing. 2023 Juliet has no more patience for this. I'm either going to just act like I didn't hear it, like it's a toddler and walk away, or I'm going to do the thing that I do at gas stations now when people approach me and be like, you're making me very uncomfortable. I need you to walk away. And people are just like, oh. (laughs) And I, and I say people, it's men. It's men. Um, yeah. And I love men. And I love my man. And I think men are great. But they're also our biggest threat to survival as women. And so we have to be careful. Yes. <laughs> and I've been very afraid to stand up for myself. And um, I, I'll follow up later this year. I'm, I'm going to finally be like, you're actually making me uncomfortable. And I don't think it's funny. Like, how yeah. do you respond to that, right? <laughs> Those people that do that, they're like, they they get energy off of the reaction. So if you just look at them completely deadpan and like <laughs> shrug your shoulders, they'll give up after a while. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, they want to they wanna see you go, oh my God, or, you know, like look ruffled. <laughs> yeah, no more. I'm writing this down. No more ruffled feathers in 2023. <laughs> um yeah, so yeah, in the first minute of the new year, I was told happy new year shitter and wait, I didn't you like have, that. You have something really big that's new that I don't think was we said it last episode about sweetie girl. <gasps> she's perching. She's perching. You said she's you didn't perching. have any new things. This is the biggest thing in this episode. <laughs> hey, as you were telling your stories, I wrote down SG perching, okay? Oh, okay. You got it. You got it. I was like, she remembered that. Underneath, happy new year, shitter. Um, <laughs> yeah, my first challenge of 2023 was absolutely not. We're not doing that. I want to move through life a little bit more like my mother. My mother, mm. nobody messes with her. Nobody messes with her. And I have I have seen people mess with me and my dad and my son. People pick on everybody in the family. Nobody crosses Jackie Carrito. They just don't. They're like, no, we don't, we don't go there. So I'm <laughs> I'm ready to take on some more Jackie Carrito isms in my life. Love. Um okay, so sweetie girl. We mm-hmm. hi sweetums. So I can't wait. So next week we're getting her wings clipped. And I'm sorry if you're anti-wing clipping. Um the girl almost broke her neck as she flew into windows and mirrors and I'm not doing it again. And she's 
fine. She is a happy, she's going to live a happy, fulfilled life. Um, and it will be for her safety. So I already know the bird people are going to come for me, but whatever. So, um, I'm going to get canceled for clipping my bird's wings. <laughs> all the bird, all of our so bird anyways. people listeners. I don't really know what that <laughs> is or what, what it does. There's just, it's just like how some people are like, so, um, like you have to be vegan. It's like that same intensity and they mm. just believe it so strongly. And like that totally works for some people and it totally doesn't work for others. Anywho, we're going to clip her little wings and then we'll be able to take her out and give her baths in the sink. Oh. And she gets to go on her perch that I bought that was like $120. Um, <laughs> that money went fast. And but yeah, so we're, we're perching now. She's consistently perching. I had to be more confident on my end because I was like, step up. <laughs> and she's like, what? you don't seem convinced. So I had to get more confident. And she lets me give her kisses now, which is so sweet. Although yesterday so she cute. was over it and she did yell at me. And I was like, I'm <laughs> sorry. I respect your bird body. I did not ask for consent for this kiss. Back on the perch you go. Forgive me. So, um, you know, we're learning. We're growing. And let's see. Oh, I wanted to mention we got a really nice review for we the did. podcast. We have, a, we have quite a few new ones. So thank you for anyone who's left reviews lately. And if you haven't thank yet, you, so you can screen go back and screenshot it and email it to uh, goddesshangs at gmail.com. And as a thank you for leaving your review, we'll send you a goddess meditation. Yes, and you can't get that meditation anywhere else. And it's free. You just have to leave a review. So somebody left a review, and it made me really happy because it was not a sugar-coated review. Um, it was so straightforward. It was like somebody reviewing, like, a hardware tool that they bought at Home Depot. Like, gets the job done. <laughs> like, it kind of had that tone, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> it wasn't like, this has changed my life. It was. It said, it's difficult to find a spiritual or metaphysical podcast that doesn't gatekeep and isn't just one long advertisement for like something behind a paywall. She's like, they mm. do advertise their biz, but it's here. You sent it to me. I really liked it. I want to read it I, yeah, I because sent you it was so validating. I was like, that's what we're trying to Thank do you here. To our friend who sent that, whoever you are out there, we appreciate you. It's okay. So, um, Ruha Rosa said, inclusive and they don't gatekeep. It's pretty difficult to come across podcasts in the metaphysical genre that aren't just one long advertisement for a course. However, these ladies talk about all things magic and do advertise their business, but don't do so in this desperately long way. I appreciate <laughs> the episode on how they started their podcast since I wanted real insight. So that felt good because we do try to offer Thanks. so much value in our episodes. And also we love all of our, you know, paid offerings too. And we love talking about them and Shout out to all of our coven babes, our psychic circle babes, our alchemists and the alchemy collective. We'll we'll chat a little bit more about those uh, later. But thank you for that amazing review that just yeah. made us feel so good about what we're creating. And um, if you haven't yet, we also have um, a free witchcraft for beginner guide in our show notes mm -hmm. and a new free psychic Claire's quiz in our show notes. You can go get those links, more freebies for you. And we're dreaming up um, a Alchemize Your Life like um, week long challenge that will be available soon too for, for free because uh, yeah. we just love creating and we have all these ideas. So keep an eye out for that. And and just thank you for everyone who's left such sweet reviews. We have over 100 reviews now, which is so thank exciting. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know. It was really sweet. I was thinking, I was like, I think in like the 109 episodes we've done, I think less than 10 are like really focused on like um, promoting a program or something. And the rest are just so much more like, I don't mm -hmm. know. I was just, that made me happy. I felt very seen. So thank you for leaving that. Um, and then, okay. I said, sweetie girl's perching. Um, we're, we're kissing sometimes, but like, I'm trying to be respectful. <laughs> um, we talked about happy new year shitter. Boo. <laughs> it reminded me of Boo because she was like, ah, like enough. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Boo lets me know when she's done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm noticing I put a very strange color bronzer on my nose today. So if you're like, why does it mm. look? Oh, well, I think I put too much. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. So, um, oh, this I, is such I a funny little. In the light. 
Okay, great. This is such a funny little mindset thing. So I've always said things like I struggle with hormonal acne because I get it really bad around my chin once a month, Mm -hmm. but I'm deciding to not use that word anymore. (laughs) I party with it. I, I show up live with it. I record with it. I'm abundant with it. I'm over because I'm like, am I really struggling or do I just like not like it, but I still do the things I want to do. And I'm like, that's actually the truth. No more struggle. I'm over it. It comes to visit for five days and then it comes back a month later. Um, Aren't these fun updates? And then finally, in the new year, I have declared, and I forget if I talked about this last time, but like I'm declaring it again, that I've been really diving deep and trying to figure out like, how come I'm this person who can get into all these rooms, Mm -hmm. these locked rooms that nobody can seem to get into, these opportunities that are like one in a million happen to me all the time and I'll like get my foot in the door. But then for some reason, I don't seem to stay. Like it doesn't stick. Um, And I did an Instagram post about this. I talked about like I got a record deal at 17. I actually pulled out of that record deal like voluntarily. I didn't leave. I I chose to leave that room. Um, In my songwriting career, it's like I'll get in the, the door at Sesame Street and I'll do a few songs and then I'll be like, hi. I'd like to do more. And they're like, yeah, we'll let you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know my songs are good. They aired on TV, right? They're great. Um, There was one time I like was called into a meeting with Diplo's team and I sat in his house in the Hollywood Hills and like played my songs for his people. And they loved them. Not my songs that you hear on Spotify, but like my songwriter catalog where I write pop songs Um, and like worked with them a few times. And then there's, you know, I had meetings with my dream music publisher, like they called me and they wanted to meet me. They were courting me. They were setting things up and then it sort of fizzled away. And so I'm like, what is it that like people don't see it in me? Or is there still something in me that doesn't totally claim that I'm an it girl myself and that I'm like the obvious choice and like I should have contracts thrown in my face all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And then last year we got like the television development deal, a reality show based on us based on us being us. And then it sort of, it was like meetings and meetings and excitement and momentum. And then it sort of was used for something else. And like, we have not heard anything. (laughs) Given to a celebrity. (laughs) Word for word out of our mouths. (laughs) Yes, that is, that is truly what happened. Um, And it was very upsetting for a while. And then it just stopped being upsetting. You know, it's last year molded us and prepared us to truly not be disappointed by anything yeah anything it was so it was so funny somebody that we love so much and that we're actually going to see at our girls weekend this weekend um reached out and was like i'm gonna move on from the coven i'm gonna do other things like it's nothing personal and we were like go (laughs) that's fine (laughs) and it's like people like it's just worse I think we're just so much more flexible about like come into our world anytime leave our world anytime stay as long as you want like there's no Mm -hmm. pressure to stay ever there really isn't no um, but I just decided that, you know, it's possible that I've just been sort of seeking this validation from outside of me. And it's like, when I get the record deal, then I'll feel like an it girl. Well, I got the record deal and I didn't really feel any differently. When I get the meeting with the publisher, then the, when I sign the TV thing, but it's still, there was this energy of like waiting and waiting, even when I got the thing. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to reverse engineer it this year. I'm just going to move through life. Like I have it. I've always had it. I don't care. I don't believe I started too late. I don't believe I'm too old. I don't believe, you know, I don't have the right body or the right features. Like it's just, Mm -hmm. it's all beliefs. So that's like my 2022, 2023, (laughs) 2023 magic. Well, I think the year of the it girl. I think too, um, like, a perspective on that is that like when you live in LA like you have to remember that like all those opportunities like in the at the time they feel once in a lifetime but talk to anybody in whatever piece of the entertainment industry they're in in LA and they've all signed a dozen contracts and all had a dozen once in a lifetime opportunities and it's mm-hmm. so normal for things to go so far and then get dropped so mm-hmm. our experience it wasn't unique it's not about us it's like the industry and you have to have tough skin if you, that's what you want yeah. like if we want to show we have to have tough skin and still believe that that's for us and that, you know, 
we're the it girls to make that happen and all of that. And then just to remember that like, the universe is abundant. The opportunities are abundant. And like, if it wasn't that, it's something better. So it's like, we're so like, we're, we're surrounded by so many people who've had that experience too, you know, like mm-hmm. it's so, it's so normal, you know, it's not like, it doesn't mean something about us that like we messed up, you know, like that's, it's fucking Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, and I won't get into detail, but I know like Craig has had a lot of opportunities like that and situations oh my God. like that. Tons. <laughs> And, you know, one of my very, very, very close friends is like in a similar development deal. Mm -hmm. Like it's with like a major company. Like it's. Yeah. um, And it might not be the one that does it, you know. So it's. But even still, I know it's important for me to do this inner shift. Like I know it's absolutely. So. And then the last thing is, um, every night before I go to bed, I've been listening to this book called The Jewish Book of Why. <laughs> and it's oh. narrated by this very nice man. And he explains, like, you know, why do Jewish people do things this way? Why do they? And he's like, this book isn't about telling you to do any of these things. It's just explaining why. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm excited to learn. I, I, It's like I know that I celebrate all these things or I, um, I've been um, – around all these things, but I ne- maybe never understood why for most of them. So that's been yeah, my fun little fall asleep um, thing. Yeah, that's that. ever- there's more new with me than I thought. You know, that made me think of something that I was going to share with the Alchemy Collective, but let's share it with everyone now because I, um, a couple weeks ago, this was, I don't know if this came up on your For You page, but it was, it was in my algorithm a bunch of times on TikTok, <laughs> mm. this concept that I kept seeing. So I think it's a viral thing right now, but it was having your why of the day. And instead of saying, I am affirmations to ask yourself why questions, because mm your brain or our brains like love to problem solve and love to calculate. And when you say, okay, so like, for example, like maybe one of our affirmations is I am so magnetic. You would change that to why am I so magnetic? It's not a a question of if you are magnetic or not. That's not the question. The part about being magnetic is like the given And then you're asking why and our subconscious mind. So this is so powerful because it's about, you know, last week we did a bunch of questions and asking Mm -hmm. yourself good questions will change your life because your subconscious mind is going to affirm the questions you ask. So if you say like, oh, why, uh, why are things never working out? You know, like we had a bunch of, you know, we signed our deal and it didn't work out. If we're constantly asking ourselves, why are things never working out for me? Our brain, with the tone of that question, our brain is going to prove that that's the case to us, right? Mm. Like it's going to find more reasons. It's going to, that's, that's how the energy we're going to move with. That's, that's our truth, basically. So if you turn that around, you ask yourself good questions. Why am I the luckiest girl in the world? Why is everything mm-hmm. always working out for me? Why am I so magnetic? Why do you, why are opportunities just always flowing in? Like, feel how different that feels to just like, oh, I'm, I am magnetic. I am abundant. I am, I like, I love it. And I've been doing for it for a couple weeks now. And I just kind of do it like while I'm like making my bed and stuff. Well, I'll just kind of like be talking, I'll be whispering out loud to myself. I don't know if anyone in my house can hear me. They're like, whatever. She's weird. Um, <laughs> they all know it by now, but I'm just like, make, we can make my bed. I'm like, oh, why am I so freaking lucky? Like, why am I so magnetic? Why is everything just working out for me right now? And it starts this conversation. um, And you don't have to answer the questions. It's just about asking the questions. And I learned that from TikTok. And it's been really fun. And I wanted it now that I've done it a couple weeks, and I really feel it. I was like, I got to share it because it's, it's really powerful. I can feel the I can feel the shift versus just, yeah, like asking or just saying I am statements. I'm I'm a why girl now. Ooh, why an it girl and a why girl? Yes. <laughs> what a year we're gonna have. I know. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh, that's great advice. Yeah, I, it really excited me. So, little little hot tip for everybody: try it. Let us know how it feels. I love it. I love it. Yes. All right. Well, let's dive into deity work. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. 
So deity, if that's a new word to anyone, just in case, we're talking about god or goddess. Multiple energies out there, for instance, like you might have heard of Lilith or Aphrodite or Persephone. Um, you know, Zeus would be like a what, like a Greek god. Like that's what we're referring to when we talk about deity work. Um, how do you want to go? I have a bunch of notes. Do you have a bunch of notes too? You want to just go back and forth? You start, and then I'll. T- I have an interesting perspective on it. So I want you to like share your information and knowledge and then I'll chime in with like my viewpoint. Okay. All right. I kind of like made a masterclass for it basically (laughs) as I do always over delivering. Okay. So I kind of want to start with, start with like a disclaimer sort of because deity work is something that kind of like freaked me out at first because I grew up Catholic and that would be like a huge no, no. So it's something that like when I learned about more about what it was and I was getting more serious about my witchcraft practice, it really excited me and I knew that I wanted that to be a part of my life. Um, but my, you know, recovering Catholic self had to work through a couple things before I was ready to embrace like that interest and 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 connect with a deity. So I just want to say this. Because anytime we're teaching something in these episodes related to whatever it is, witchcraft, mindset, manifestation, magic, always take what resonates with you, take what excites you, take what feels good to you and like leave the rest, right? Like we're not the end all be all. We're sharing our perspectives, our experiences, and it's like safe for you to make it your own. So that disclaimer, and if you feel any anxiety about like how you're supposed to show up or guilty or you're like, oh no, I'm going to feel guilty if I'm like not doing enough. Um, it, that's besides the point. <laughs> I feel like, like, you know, I'm going to talk from a, a grew up Catholic perspective, but like there was like guilt if you didn't go to church every Sunday, right? If you're going to have that kind of guilt of like, oh no, I'm like not doing enough that's besides the point. This is meant to be something supportive of you. It's your choice. Like you don't have to show up every single day. Just like the more you connect with your deity, the more their energy is going to show up in your life, but you're not going to be like in trouble or like cursed or something. If like, oh no, I forgot to, you know, leave an offering this week or whatever it is. So I just want to put out that disclaimer. And then if you feel any anxiety or fear if deity work is like right or wrong, I had anxiety about this at first. So I focused on sort of like releasing those beliefs, feeling safe, um, worked on the recovering Catholic guilt stuff for a little bit. And then when I was, I just felt like, oh, you know what? I'm ready now. I feel good. It feels exciting. So just, just, you know, like I said, take what resonates with you leave the rest because it can be, it can be, yeah, it's, it's something different than maybe you grew up with and it's all about you and you feeling good and it being supportive of you. So I want to start with that. <laughs> Perfect. Anything to add yet? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there's two main starting points that you might be beginning from. One of those might be you are interested in working with a god or goddess specifically, like you know who you're interested in working with, you know their name, or you might be starting out from like, I don't know, but I'm interested and I think I want this to be a part of my life. You're just generally interested in deity work. Either is fine. You don't have to know who. That can be really fun to discover. We're going to help you do that. Also, some of you have, you know, worked with a deity in the past or you do currently. Maybe you desire to rekindle a connection or work with a new deity. That's great too. And I also always like to share that like sometimes we we connect with a deity and we we sort of have an inner knowing that this is like a more temporary connection. They're going to help us with a particular transformation in our life, move through a specific period. Um, And then maybe you won't work together forever. 
So that's one option. And sometimes you might connect with a deity and just feel this sense of knowing like, oh, like this is going to be, this is going to be a part of my life. Like I really feel connected. I really feel safe. This feels like, like kind of like a home to me. And you might feel either. You don't have to like work with an energy, you know, forever and ever, um, but you can. So that's also, I think, something important to know. Anything yet? <laughs> no, just keep rolling with it. I'll chime in. Okay. Okay. Mine is, mine is, mine will be more of an, an end thing because it's, yeah, it's like, just keep going. <laughs> it's important, okay. but I promise it'll be good at the end. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, initiating a connection, shall we? Because that's, that's what everyone wants to know. Like, where do I even begin? So if you, you, so you, it's about being specific. Okay. Like you're in charge, but when you're calling in energy, you want to be mindful. You want to be really specific. So you're not calling in just anyone to come into your, your space, especially if you're, um, you're not sure who you want to connect with yet. So I'm going to give you an example of if you're calling in just general, like I'm interested in making a connection, what that might sound like. So you could say something like, you could say this out loud, you could write it. I would probably do like a meditation, maybe a little, maybe light a candle, a little ritual while doing this. I'm calling in a deity to work with that can offer me guidance with fill in the blank, or you could just be like general life. Uh, I only allow energies to connect with me who have unconditional love for me and my highest good in mind. And that last part is important to really specify that you only want to connect with energies that are supportive, that are interested in, you know, a loving relationship, something to offer you for your highest good. And that's going to be very protective, that phrase. If you are calling in someone specific, get really specific. Um, so this could sound like, I'm going to use Persephone as an example, but you could, you know, insert the person you're interested or the deity you're interested in here, you could say, um, I am calling on Persephone, wife of Hades and goddess of spring and harvest. I only allow energies to connect with me who have my highest good in mind. I petition your guidance in my life if you will have me. And you don't just want to state like we work together now, right? Like you want to offer an invitation. Sometimes maybe the deity, the energy will think that you're maybe not ready to work with them yet or that somebody else, some other energy might be better. So really like being really respectful, how you reach out, being really specific and, and asking and being like very humble, I think is always a good idea. And just remember, like there's nothing to fear um, and just be really specific so that you're not connecting with any energies that like you're not interested in that are not interested in helping you are just like, ooh, somebody's <laughs> entering like their energy in the spirit world that, that we're interested, you know, uh, because you're, remember, you're in charge and your boundaries really stand for something in the spirit world. Can you think of any questions like so far that someone might have as I stated those things? Well, you know, I think you sort of, my question or a question might be like, you know, how do I know it's them and not a trickster? Because that's something I came across when I was researching. It was like, be careful that it's not a trickster. Be careful that it's, you're not inviting a bad entity and, and make sure you vet them. That was an mm. interesting thing. So um, my response to that would be, to be extremely specific, like Sadie just laid out, in how mm -hmm. you create an invitation, mm -hmm. um, only my highest good, this specific thing, and then really feel in your gut, in your body, if if you start to feel a connection happening, check in with yourself. Because I think that, I mean, that's the best way we can we can know anything is to check in with, with ourselves. Um, mm -hmm. And also maybe perhaps ask for a sign, you know, if it's truly you, like maybe bring this forward or I'd love to see this. Um, do you have anything about bad entities, tricksters or vetting? 
Yeah, that's why, like, instead of saying, like, I'm calling on Persephone and then going on with it, that's why I would add those extra parts of her titles into it. So it's like, you can say the one true Persephone, wife of Hades, goddess of harvest and spring, daughter of Demeter. Like, you can get really specific. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you know, like, who you want to connect with, like, the more of their title that you can say, I would say the better. So that you're really, that's, I mean, that's like, you know, your vetting process. I personally don't think I've ever come up against trickster energies. I just have this sort of delusional sense of like, I'm not available for it. It's not going to happen to me. And I'm just very like, again, like I'm very specific and I've talked about in the past too. Like I always ask Archangel Michael to protect me, to act as my gatekeeper, only allow energies again, who have unconditional love for me, my highest good in mind. And so, you know, I've, I would just say, like, just go through your protective practices and be really specific. And the, I, I just think, like, the more just confident and no nonsense you can be, the better. Like, if you're feeling any sort of fear, if you're feeling any sort of, like, I'm unsure, it, it don't do it yet. Work through that and then wait until you feel really confident, really mm-hmm. sure of yourself. Um and then, and then try and enter this, you know, relationship. And um, in terms of ways to protect yourself, if you have our witch, free witchcraft for beginners guide, I think there's some great protection tips in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could check that out. And we have a, we have a deity work chat in our coven. So we can always meet in the, the coven space to talk more about it, which we, we do chat about it once in a while. Um and then that was the next thing on my list was ask for signs, ah. <laughs> what Juliet just said. So you can ask for something specific and or look out for things that are connected to their energies specifically. So um, just like if you want to like ask for a sign from like a loved one in spirit or just from like your spirit guides, you can say like, you know, show me a ladybug tomorrow if it was really you or, you know, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be that. Um, But I think more often they're likely to send signs that are, you know, generally known and connected to them. And so keep an eye out for that. And if you're sort of generally asking for someone to connect with you and you're just take note of things that you're you're being brought attention to that maybe you're like, I don't know what that means. Um, take note of that, write it down in your phone and maybe, you know, after a couple days, after a week, look up those signs that you keep seeing that keep repeating around you that maybe are new and type in like, I don't know, like, uh, what's an example? I don't know. I keep just thinking of ladybug. That's all in my brain right now, but like ladybugs connected to a goddess and some, someone might come up, you know what I mean? So, um, you can use like, there's so much information out there to sort of learn about like what's connected to who. Um, but asking for signs is so powerful. Um, I would suggest, this is what I've always done when working with um, a new energy. I'll, I always suggest to spend a few weeks connecting with this energy, like solely using your intuition bef- and like take note of what you feel, look for signs, make offerings that you just intuitively feel called to before learning more about them. Because then when you go and read a book or listen to a podcast or, or, you know, Google search, like things that are connected to them, I guarantee the things that you intuitively felt are going to pop up in those searches. And it's going to be so validating of your, you know, real and genuine connection. So I always suggest that. And you might know some things about them already. Um, but like, I like, gosh, it must've been like two years ago. Now I was working with Lilith for like a few months as I was going through something and I knew a little bit about her and I would see signs that were related to what I knew. And then I was just really following my intuition and making little offerings and writing things down that I felt. And then when I, after working with her for a little bit, went back and did research and learn more about her, it was like, all there. And it was so cool. And I was just like, wow, I'm re- you know, we're really, really connected. So I always suggest that it can, it's just really powerful, really validating, really like a, you know, proof of your connection. And it's exciting. I love that. I love that so much. Um, here's a question. 
Mm-hmm. What makes someone a devotee? And do you have to like how is somebody not enough of a devotee? Do you know what I mean? Like if somebody wants to devote or can you have mm-hmm. a casual relationship or like what are your thoughts on that? So there's I think there's like you know, I don't know everything about every deity I know about who I've worked with, which is two different energies. And like I said earlier, like, I think sometimes we go into it, to it with a sort of a knowing, like a feeling that this is like a temporary connection that is to work through a period of life, something specific. And sometimes mm-hmm. we go in and we have this sense of knowing like, oh, this is like a long-term connection. And I've had both. Um, but like I said, like I, like, I don't want anyone to feel stressed or pressured like in order to be like a lifelong devotee i have to do all of this stuff all of the time or i'll be in Mm -hmm. trouble right how you work with and connect to your deity is going to be unique to you um it's going to look different for everybody you know someone that's devoted like to the same goddess as you might have a different way of connecting so really embrace like what feels good to you what feels inspiring and supportive um and release that sense of like, am I going to be in trouble? Is it enough kind of vibe? Because you're more likely to want to connect more when you don't have that pressure on yourself. Um, but I have some su- suggestions of ways you can regularly connect that don't take a lot of time. And it's just more about like getting in the habit and remembering to do it. So here's some things I like to do. Um not every meditation, but sometimes like I meditate like once a day and sometimes I'll visualize their energy with me, like what they look like to me and have conversations with them. And I always feel their like presence really strongly. Um, Sometimes I just chat with them throughout the day, like in my mind while I'm doing stuff, I'll just be like, oh, like feeling this. Like, it's like having like a, to me, it almost feels like a, like having a, a mentor and like, a, I don't know, someone that's not like a, a confidant. I don't know, just so like, yeah, like a, yeah, like a, a really close friend slash mentor. Like you have like this respect for them and that they're this, you know, incredible, you know, deity, but it, it, you, you can be close. You can chat with them. Mm-hmm. Um, Every time I see a sign that reminds me of them, like I'll see like the number I associate with them or um, a certain animal I associate with them. I always just say like, thank you and their name um, just to recognize that and offer simple things like offerings don't have to be really like ornate and complicated and these big things that you like spend lots of money on or anything like that. Um regularly I offer like coffee and chocolate that's specific to like what my deity likes. So that might not make sense for like who you're connecting to. Um, you could keep fresh flowers on your altar. Maybe there's a specific flower that that deity likes or tells you that they like. Mm -hmm. Um, you could get a special crystal that is intended for them. You could print out a photo and frame it. Um, And I always say, you know, I make this offering of blank to blank. Thank you for your love, support, and guidance in my life. Um, One thing I really enjoy doing is practice channeling them in automatic writing. So like meditate to connect to their energy and then start writing um, like stream of consciousness. Another thing you could do is like write letters to them to communicate with them. I really enjoy writing. Um, You can invite them into your spell work. Uh, Just be sure to leave an offering um, specific to them when asking for their help and recognize when they've helped and make another offering to thank them. And I just do this like, well, I have a little altar space I set up here now. So I would just use my little altar space back in my old place. My like whole desk was like one big altar. So I would leave offerings on my desk and like the corner that I associated with them. Um, and just make sure this is, this is the only thing I would say, make sure you're not just always asking them for things like have a genuine connection, enjoy their connection. Sometimes just connect with their energy to be like, I just like being in your energy and it makes me feel good. And maybe it's to tap into, um, their femininity or their masculinity or, you know, whatever it is about them that drew them to you in the first place to feel that within yourself. 
But, you know, like, we don't like, you know, a friend or an acquaintance that only comes to us when we ask, when they have to ask us for something, right? So, like, don't treat your deity like that either. Like, really just enjoy, like, leaving them flowers or chocolates or whatever makes sense for them and connecting with them. And then when you do ask for something or you see the positive influence they've had in their life, or, like, really recognize that and thank them and there's no like one right or wrong way to do that. It's it's just about listening to your intuition. You can learn more about that specific to the particular deity, about things that are known to be connected to and like. And it's just meant to be like fun and supportive. And And that's basically what I have all written down. I wanted to add a few notes about when you are deciding or calling in a deity. It's really important after that initial um, intuitive time to do a lot of research, learn about them, find out who they are, what their story is, um, you know, and also to be very respectful. So many of the things that I saw in my research were people just talking about, you know, it's important to be mindful that you're not culturally appropriating. Um, there were some really passionate, and I understood why, um, Hindu women who were talking about cert- seeing certain statues of deities from their culture, like on the floor in people's homes. And they were like, that they're mm. not supposed to be on the floor. And so it's just about being respectful, doing research, seeing like, is this a deity that is you know, okay for me to work with? Um, Is it part of my background? Do I need to do a little more digging? Because I mean, that's just good with anything we do in witchcraft. Is it a closed practice? Is it an open practice? Can I be creative with it? It's, It's something that you know, I'm I'm just kind of hyper aware that we're like two white women teaching spirituality. <laughs> and um, I did notice in my scrolling through TikTok when I was looking up deity work, it was primarily like extraordinarily 90% white women, mm-hmm. uh, at least appearing white, talking about deity work. And I thought that was so interesting. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think it's interesting because there is another thing going around lately that's talking about how when so many like white European Americans moved to the United States, they had to leave behind really important pieces of of their culture, like Irish culture, like Scottish culture, Mm -hmm. like all these things, even Jewish culture, like you sort of had to tuck it away and hide it so that you would then assimilate and, and become you know, be able to climb up ladders and be successful in this country. And so there's these theories like that's why in, a, in the United States, people become so impassioned about politics. They, they find their identity in politics. They find their identity mm. in sports. It's like, so it's important to sort of go back and, and into your own like lineage and see what was what was left behind there. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be, might be, this is my own theory that I have no proof of, a reason why I saw so many white women interested in deity work. Um, because there might be this this piece in, in a lot of us that's like longing for this like deeper connection that may mm-hmm. have just been left behind. And so, you know, there's this interesting balance between being respectful, doing our research, and also being cognizant that like no one should be gatekeeping deity work as a whole. Like no one should be like, right. oh, well, Aphrodite is my deity and you can't have a relationship with her. <laughs> um, just it's like finding that that magic balance of, you know, am I doing my research? Am I being respectful? Um, we believe everyone in our community is like a thoughtful, loving, respectful soul. So like, I'm not terribly concerned about that. And then also that, that flip side of, um, is somebody making me like pay to be in a container to access this deity? Are they saying like, oh, I've been doing it for years. Like you shouldn't start as a beginner. So like, don't be freaked out to start. Um, Don't be scared out of it. And also just like be mindful and respectful. And, and I just, I just had to point something out about like, oh, that's so interesting. Like so many women who look like me are craving the same thing. And I wonder what the deeper thing in that is. And again, mm-hmm. I don't think it's anything bad, like, you know, but I just wanted to 
to touch on that, um, finding that balance. And I also saw a lot of people saying, um, you know, there's different ways you can look at it. Are you working with them? Or a lot of people think it's about sort of working for them and, and being more in that energy, like you said, of of giving just for the sake of giving and, and getting like, you know, I know I've had experiences with Hera, who is intense. <laughs> and she, I literally felt her tell me like, please stop asking for things. Like, I don't respond well to that. Like, I will be so generous with you when you stop asking. Like, mm -hmm. please just give and appreciate and recognize me and like, you'll be thrilled. And so that's sort of the, the, the perspective and the, the, um, position that I took with, with her specifically. And I'm now seeing imagery of her everywhere because I stopped begging for things because it's mm -hmm. a turnoff. It's a turnoff in the spirit realm. It's a turnoff with people in the physical realm. Like if people are just like begging and begging and asking, it's like, oh my God, <laughs> throttle off. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to like include that little nugget because I think it, it's like, I want everyone on this in our world and, and in our audience to be somebody who is curious, who's open-minded, who is passionate about their growth, who follows the feelings and their intuition and the things that light them up and is also like able to put themselves in a bigger context and able to do the research and be respectful. And I believe that that is our audience to a T, like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, and I see it in our people, you know, our, our world all the time. Um, but I just think it's, you can form such a beautiful, nurturing relationship. It can be really healing too. Like if you, like Sadie mentioned, grew up in a system where it's like, this is your God, this is how it's done. You step outside of this and we have a problem. To be mm -hmm. able to nurture your own relationship in this mm -hmm. sort of like polytheistic way where there's multiple gods and goddesses and you know, I sort of have like a, the more the merrier belief, like whatever works for everybody is whatever <laughs> works for everybody. Um, yeah. as long as you're not hurting anybody, I don't see a problem with it. So it can be really healing and it's just brought a lot of, of, of beauty and meaning and joy to my life. And I know it's been extremely like a guiding force for Sadie. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you're open to it, and again, like Sadie mentioned, um, you absolutely, <laughs> you can do this journey on your own. Um, if you want to hop into our coven, we have a special chat dedicated to deity work. And it's a really safe space to talk about it, to share your experiences, your questions, things you're going through. And we're not the be all end all experts on this. We're exploring it with you. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a really beautiful place to do it. So that's that's an option if you're interested. We have that for you. Yes. And again, if, if it's something you feel called to, that's exciting. And if not, it doesn't, you know, anything we talk about with certain practices within witchcraft or the magical realm, like, doesn't make you more or less of a witch or more serious about it, you know, to work with a deity. Um, it's just like some of us feel really called to that. And I think it's really cool. And it can be really special and really you know, really validating of, of our connection to the spirit realm. So excited for those of you that are interested in it and are going to explore that. And it's already been so fun in the past couple years to, or the past year, couple years, past year in the coven to hear about people's own experiences with different goddesses. And it's really fun. And I, I, I know I haven't said who I work with. I just, intuitively feel called not to, but I do openly talk about it in the coven. So if you want that secret, that's mm -hmm. there too. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but there. I just feel called to, to not share it um, openly like that. But um, that's, that's your introduction to deity work. Be curious, use your intuition, be respectful, be specific, be mindful and have fun. Like with all things in witchcraft and spirituality, right? It's just like, be curious, have fun, be respectful, make it your own. That's, that's the whole big thing for us is like, it's, it's for you, right? It's for you. It's for you to feel good, to feel supported, to feel connected. That's it. That's the goal. So what a fabulous episode of Goddess Hangs. I had fun chatting about this. 
True, truly a goddess hang. A real, a real, <laughs> actual goddess hangs. Mm-hmm. Can feel them all here with us now. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh my gosh! Well, it's still the beginning of the year, which means that you get to make this year whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And um, one, there's infinite pathways to make your life more magical, and we support all the pathways you choose. If you feel called, we have an amazing world you can hop into. We have the coven. You can start the coven. You can try your first month for $11. Same with the psychic circle. Um, You can get in for 30 days. You can come to the live calls. You can see what it's all about, the, the transformations, the magic, the fun that we have intuitive development, witchcraft development, creating community. So many members have made friends and had meetups. And it's just a really cool way if you maybe live in a city or a town where you don't have too many witchy friends around you um, and or you just want to be a little bit in closer proximity to us and chat with us about your crystals and your pets and all these magical fun things in your life. It's it's really the place to be. And it's all about, Mm -hmm. you know, empowerment and fun and curiosity. And then if you are like, wait, I want to be in the coven and the psychic circle. I want to be in everything. And I want to do like mindset manifestation, like living a bold, fiery, it girl, why girl (laughs) thing this year, you're going to want to come into the Alchemy Collective It is, you can try one month for $44. You get six calls in that one month, six live calls. Replays are always available. So Mm -hmm. if you're like, I'm busy, it's fine. You can watch replays. I'm a replay girl. I like watching replays. So I I love the security of knowing I have like a library when I sign up for other people's memberships and things. Mm -hmm. And we... It's just like the all in, like I want it all. And you can do month to month or you can commit to the whole year, which is like an even like more magical savings. Um, Somebody just did that this week and I was really excited. I was like, oh my gosh, there's something powerful about like I'm committing to a full year of this. I'm committing to a full year of like myself, my magic, this level of mentorship, this type of community. And like I... I'm excited to see what that year brings for that specific person who was like, I'm going all in for the year because, you know, it's it's sort of one thing to dip your toes into something once in a while, but like this whole other thing happens when you commit. <laughs> and we've seen it like in our own spaces and with our, you know, students, our clients, our mentees, um, our people. And it's really about like, do you want to do life with us this year. Like, let's freaking do life together. Let's learn and grow and be magical. And like, we'll guide you and we'll learn from you. And it's going to be so much fun. And all three spaces are super beginner friendly. If you're like, I don't know, a spell from a shoelace, like, come on into the coven. It's fine. (laughs) I don't even know if I, maybe I'm psychic. Come on in. Like, we could not be more baby witch, beginner psychic, like so friendly and supportive um, because it was not that long ago that we were sort of in those similar positions. And we're very transparent about that. Like you, you saw our first episode, 109 episodes ago, episode one was called Girl, I Think We're Psychic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the journey has really unfolded. But we love creating safe, nurturing spaces and teaching everything we have, you know, learned and and developed. And it's just, it's so fun. It's so rewarding. It's so exciting. And um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we have links to everything that we're currently, um, that are currently available in the show notes. There's some freebies there. And reminder that we have a special trip coming up this (gasps) summer. And like, yes, we do six, seven months. We're going to Bali, baby. We have a retreat in Bali, Indonesia. You are invited. Uh, We have a link to the show note to learn more about that. But I am so freaking excited. I'm in the midst of planning to travel for a while. And then Juliet and I will be reuniting with each other in Bali, plus Mm -hmm. all of our our goddesses and witches and and babes who are joining us in Bali so far. Um, So if you want to learn more about that, 
That's in the show notes too. Feel free to DM us if you have questions about that. We're working with an amazing company called Trova Trip. They are they vet every tour. We have someone that's local that's taking care of us to make sure we're safe and taken care of and get to all of our amazing tours. We're going to a sacred monkey forest and temp- temples and and waterfalls and the famous Bali swing to all get our you know Instagrammable moment. We're going to have so much fun. Um, so be sure to check that out. Uh, and there's also payment plans available for that too, which is a nice cash flow friendly option for those of you who want to make it happen. So we'd love to see you in Bali. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's such a cool thing to say, like, come meet us in Bali. And it's a lot of time. It's a lot of time hanging out with us. It's not just like we wave hello and then you go off on a tour. Like we no, we're all day. <laughs> yeah, we're so excited. And we have, yeah. we will be hosting um, workshops throughout that time too. And we made sure there was a nice balance of some, you know, free time, some relaxed time too, so you can enjoy the beautiful beach and explore on your own a little bit. Because for me, I like to have that like nice balance of tours and see all the important things, but also just get to like be, you know, be in the place. So it's going to be so fun. We're throwing a a little beach party one day to celebrate our birthdays and it's going to be so fun. We're hosting some special workshops and we are just so excited and thrilled to be partnering with Trova Trip and all the infos in the show notes. So go check that out. Let us know if you're going to come. We're so excited. Oh my gosh. And if one of your New Year's resolutions was to travel, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come, come join us. us in Bali. Make sure you're following us on social media. We have <clears throat> the same handles on both Instagram and TikTok. That's at Goddess Hangs. I'm at I am Sadie Olson. I'm <clears throat> at Juliet.piper. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> okay, bye. Nope, bye. <laughs> <laughs>